Today is June the 19th. Today, we see five visions of Amos. Reading through the Bible in a year today, I'd like you to read Amos chapters 7 through 9. That will finish up the book of Amos. Now, uh, in chapter 7, we start out with three visions. The first two visions are visions of locusts and of fire. And uh, when Amos sees those visions, he says, oh, Lord, please don't. Uh, Israel is so small. And the Lord says, okay, I won't do it. And then he shows a vision of a plumb line. Before Amos can intercede, the Lord says, this one I'm going to do. Now, a plumb line uh, is something that a carpenter would use. It's a heavy weight on a flexible string. And um, he would use it to make sure that the wall was perfectly straight. He would tack it into the top extend it and let it hang down and then by gravity you could tell if the wall was straight or not the interesting thing about the plumb line though is if the wall is not straight the carpenter would use the very plumb line he used to gauge if the wall was what he wanted it to be he'd use that to topple the wall he'd pull it over with that. And that is what the Lord says he's going to do. At the end of chapter 7, there's an exchange between Amos and Amaziah, the priest of the pagan cult in Bethel. And uh, Amaziah says to Amos, you're not from here. Go back home, do your prophesying there. Amos says, hey, God called me. I'm only doing what God asked me to do. Chapter 8, we have a vision of ripe fruit, and actually the fruit is overripe. And uh, the Lord says, this is Israel. They are ripe uh, uh, for punishment. And then in chapter 9, we see a vision of God at the altar. In this vision of God, um, uh, in uh, verse 8, the second part, the Lord says, I've been watching this sinful nation of Israel and I will destroy it from the face of the earth. But the Lord says, I'll never completely destroy the family of Israel. And in verse 11, he goes into detail. On that day, I'll restore the fallen house of David. I'll repair its damaged walls. From the ruins, I'll rebuild it restore its former glory. Amos tells the story of, or, or the promise of the destruction of the nation of Israel, but not without a promise to restore those who remain faithful. Amos 7 through 9, New Living Translation, Amos 7. The Sovereign Lord showed me a vision. I saw him preparing to send a vast swarm of locusts over the land. This was after the king's share had been harvested from the fields and as the main crop was coming up. In my vision, the locusts ate every green plant in sight. Then I said, O sovereign Lord, please forgive us or we will not survive, for Israel is so small. 
So the Lord relented from this plan. I will not do it, he said. The sovereign Lord showed me another vision. I saw him preparing to punish his people with a great fire. The fire had burned up the depths of the sea and was devouring the entire land. Then I said, O sovereign Lord, please stop. We will not survive, for Israel is so small. Then the Lord relented from this plan too. I will not do that either, said the sovereign Lord. Then he showed me another vision. I saw the Lord standing beside a wall that had been built using a plumb line. He was using a plumb line to see if it was still straight. And the Lord said to me, Amos, what do you see? I answered, a plumb line. And the Lord replied, I will test my people with this plumb line. I will no longer ignore all their sins. The pagan shrines of your ancestors will be ruined and the temples of Israel will be destroyed. I will bring the dynasty of the kingdom of Jeroboam to a sudden end. And Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, sent a message to Jeroboam, king of Israel. Amos is hatching a plot against you right here on your very doorstep. What he is saying is intolerable. He is saying, Jeroboam will soon be killed, and the people of Israel will be sent away into exile. Then Amaziah sent orders to Amos, Get out of here, you prophet. Go back to the land of Judah and earn your living prophesying there. Don't bother us with your prophecies here in Bethel. This is the king's sanctuary and the national place of worship. But Amos replied, I am not a professional prophet. I was never trained to be one. I am just a shepherd and I take care of sycamore fig trees. But the Lord called me away from my flock and told me, Go and prophesy to my people in Israel. Now then, listen to this message from the Lord. You say, don't prophesy against Israel. Stop preaching against my people. But this is what the Lord says. Your wife will become a prostitute in this city, and your sons and daughters will be killed. Your land will be divided up, and you yourself will die in a foreign land. And the people of Israel will certainly become captives in exile far from their homeland. Amos 8 Then the Sovereign Lord showed me another vision. In it, I saw a basket filled with ripe fruit. What do you see, Amos? he asked. I replied, a basket full of ripe fruit. Then the Lord said, like this fruit, Israel is ripe for punishment. I will not delay their punishment again. In that day, the singing in the temple will turn into wailing. Dead bodies will be scattered everywhere. They will be carried out of the city in silence. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Listen to this, you who rob the poor and trample down the needy. You can't wait for the Sabbath day to be over and the religious festivals to end so you can get back to cheating the helpless. You measure out grain with dishonest measures and cheat the buyer with dishonest scales. And you mix the grain you sell with chaff swept from the floor. Then you enslave poor people for one piece of silver or a pair of sandals. Now the Lord has sworn this oath. By his name, the pride of Israel, I will never forget the wicked things you have done. The earth will tremble from your deeds, and everyone will mourn. The ground will rise like the Nile River at flood time. It will heave up, then sink. In that day, says the Sovereign Lord, I will make the sun go down at noon and darken the earth while it's still day. I will turn your celebrations into times of mourning and your singing into weeping. You will wear funeral clothes and shave your heads to show your sorrow, as if your only son had died. How very bitter that day will be. The time is surely coming, says the Sovereign Lord. 
I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread and water, but of hearing the word of the Lord. People will stagger from sea to sea and wander from border to border, searching for the word of the Lord, but they will not find it. Beautiful girls and strong men will grow faint in that day, thirsting for the Lord's word. And those who swear by the shameful idols of Samaria, who take oaths in the name of the God of Dan, and make vows in the name of God of Beersheba, they will all fall down, never to arise again. Amos 9 Then I saw a vision of the Lord standing beside the altar. He said, Strike the tops of the temple columns, so the foundation will shake. Bring down the roof on the heads of the people below. I will kill with the sword those who survive. No one will escape. Even if they dig down to the place of the dead, I will reach down and pull them up. Even if they climb up into the heavens, I will bring them down. Even if they hide at the very top of Mount Carmel, I will search them out and capture them. Even if they hide at the bottom of the ocean, I will send the sea serpent after them to bite them. Even if their enemies drive them into exile, I will command the sword to kill them there. I am determined to bring disaster upon them and not to help them. The Lord, the Lord of heaven's armies, touches the land and it melts, and all its people mourn. The ground rises like the Nile River at flood time, and then it sinks again. The Lord's home reaches up to the heavens while its foundations is on earth. He draws up water from the oceans and pours it down as rain on the land. The Lord is his name. Are you Israelites more important to me than the Ethiopians? asked the Lord. I brought Israel out of Egypt, but I also brought the Philistines from Crete and led the Arminians out of Kerr. I, the Sovereign Lord, am watching this sinful nation of Israel. I will destroy it from the face of the earth, but I will never completely destroy the family of Israel, says the Lord. For I will give the command, and I will shake Israel along with the other nations, as grain is shaken in a sheaf. Yet not one true kernel will be lost. But all the sinners will die by the sword. All those who say, Nothing bad will happen to us. In that day I will restore the fallen house of David. I will repair its damaged walls. From the ruins I will rebuild it and restore its former glory. And Israel will possess what is left of Edom and all the nations I have called to be mine. The Lord has spoken, and he will do these things. The time has come, says the Lord, when the grain and the grapes will grow faster than they can be harvested. Then the terrace vineyards on the hills of Israel will drip with sweet wine. I will bring my exiled people of Israel back from distant lands, and they will rebuild their ruined cities and live in them again. They will plant vineyards and gardens. They will eat their crops and drink their wine. I will firmly plant them there, in their own land. They will never again be uprooted from the land I have given them, says the Lord your God. Scripture reading by Emily Herrera. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll see the fall of Samaria.